0: Amen. Hey, let's just jump in the Word, okay? Colossians chapter 3. If then you have been raised with Christ. Anybody in here been raised with Christ? Anybody born again? Come on, it's okay. It's safe. You can hold your hand up. Right? Uh, If you haven't yet, before you leave today, how about we deal with that? Too easy. But it says, if you've been raised with Christ. Raised. Elevated. If you... Have been raised, lifted, lifted, lift, lifted, picked up. I, I love the scripture that says that you 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 pick me up out of the miry clay, set my feet upon a rock, put a new song, even praise unto God in my heart. Then ele- Something's changed. Been picked up out of that stuff and standing on the rock. If you've been raised with Christ to a new life, raised, re- if you have experienced repentance, uh, I, you know, we've been taught that repentance is, is like, you know, you're going this way and you turn around. And, and you know, that's cool, but really it's wrong. It's, it's not this way, it's this way. Repent. Re is the prefix that means bearing back to the original state of pent is the prefix that means top level. So to repent is to get back up on top again. See life and, and and all of this stuff tries to crush you and press you and push you out of your position. And when you repent, you're back up on top. If you have been raised with Christ, if you have been lifted back up on top again to a new life, everybody say new life. New life. Come on, if you've got a new life, why live the old life? If you've been raised with Christ to a New life. See, that old life was dictated and controlled and manipulated by all kinds of stuff. Uh, Isaiah 60, uh, verse 1. Arise from the depression in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Rise. See, here's the deal. If you've been lifted with Christ to a new life, uh, uh, this new life is out from under the weight the depression, the prostration in which circumstances has kept you. This is a new life. if any man second Corinthians 5:17 if any man be in Christ he's new that old stuff's lost its grip. Behold all things fresh and new we're talking about a new life. You go back to Colossians 3, one. if you've been raised with Christ to a new life, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, just think about it for a minute, a new life, not, not a new level of the old life, but a new life. It's a new lifestyle altogether. It's God life. Jesus said, I've come that you might have and. Have life in abundance. That, that word life was Zoe, Z-O-E. It's a different kind of life. We're not talking about a different level. If all you get is a different level of the old life, then you could, then, then you just went from trouble to extreme chaos. That's just a different level of trouble. We're not talking about a different level. We're talking about a different lifestyle. See, it's not the absence of death, but it's more life than death. It's not the absence of sorrow, but it's more joy than sorrow. See, the old life, all you had was sorrow, death, sickness. You know, if you got sick, you know, you look around, you know, uh, well, here's the deal. If, if, if old life rules and reigns when, when, when you, you know, when you're not feeling good and you, you, you lay, you, I just need to go lay down for, I'm just not feeling good. And, and, you know, the family comes over to check on you and you wake up, you're laying in bed, you wake up and they're all standing around the end of your bed with shovels in their hand. <laughs> Is, uh, well' that's, all, that's the old life that's all you need, right right? Is some dude that just can't wait for you to pass you know yeah. but the, the new life you got more health than sickness. See the old life, circumstances pressed you. The new life no sorry I'm not telling you that there ain't no death. I'm not telling you that there ain't no sorrow. I'm not telling you that there ain't no chaos I just got way more peace than chaos. I got more hope than despair. I have more joy than sorrow. It, it, something else is ruling and reigning my life. And he said, if you've been raised with Christ to a new life, why don't you aim at something different? I mean, come on, look at it. I'll only get you for a few minutes today, and so I, we, we got to hit you hard, okay? We don't have time to date. we got to get married. <laughs> so if you've been raised to a new life, and you share... And resurrection power if you've got resurrection if the same power that raised Christ from the dead has now quickened your mortal body you got to be aiming at something different than what you aimed at before you had that power operating in your life you you need to you need to aim at and seek that which is above where Christ is seated look at your name your neighbor and say where Christ is at Uh, Christ is not Jesus' last name. (laughs) You got John Doe, Jane Smith, Jesus Christ. Christ is a little word. It means the anointed one or the anointing. So really, you could read it this way. If you've been raised with Christ, and if you've been plucked up out of the old life, and you are now living a new life, and you share in the power that raised Christ and the resurrection powers that work in you, you need to aim at and seek at the treasures that are above where the anointing's at. You have access to supernatural power. Why well, I live a absolutely natural existence. When supernatural life, God life, is there. Well, how am I going to get a different result than I've always gotten? Well, you... You you gotta you gotta live this new life. You you are aiming at something different. You you're shooting above that. You you are above that old life. So you you gotta if you got a new life, you ought to be getting new results. But see what a lot of us have done is we you know we we've got a t-shirt and a bumper sticker. We still got a nasty attitude. Why? Well, because we live in the old life. We're not living the new life if you've been raised to a new life our, our aim is still the same we're just trying to make it through the day We are just trying to try just trying to get along with grumpy people just just trying just trying to you know make my way here you know on the job just trying to just trying to hang in there till taxes are over you know you're, you're living. You're living way too low. He's not talking about sitting around and and and, and you know just thinking about the size of the gates. That, you know the pearls it takes to make a gate. and I'm going to just focus on heaven. No, he's talking about a different level of of thought. Jesus said, "My thoughts are higher. Come on up here now." And, and it's not a put down. It's an invitation. Up. Let's get where the anointing is at. Look at verse two, Colossians three two. If you've been raised with Christ to a new life. Aim at and seek these higher things. Colossians 3.2 says, so set your mind and keep it set on what is above. Come on, elevate your, your thought lot. Change this thing. Use, d- Be different. How many of you know that you ought to be getting a different result now that you are in Christ, in the anointing? You ought to be getting a different result than you ever have before. Have you, have you ever done the Diet Coke and Mentos thing? Huh? Have you ever done the Diet Coke and the Mentos thing? You know, where you take a you take a bottle of Diet Coke, you open it up, and you drop some Mentos in it, and you, and you get a little reaction. If you've never done that, do it on the way home tonight, or today. You know, today, just swing by swing by a store, Seven Eleven, or gas station, get a Diet Coke, big one, and a, one of them things of Mentos, and just get in the car and open it up, drop them in there. Make sure the sunroof is open because it's going to, you know, the sucker's going to (laughs) explode. What if they don't have Mentos? Well, we'll just use Rolos. How many of you know if you drop Rolos into the Diet Coke, Rolo ain't going to get the same thing as Minto? It's a different result. See, a lot of us, we're just Rolos. We are dropping ourselves in a different environment, so we ain't getting nothing explosive. Why? Wrong material. That's old life. If you've been if you've been if you've been raised with Christ, you got to change. And he said, "Set your mind and keep them set." Remember, remember back in the day. How many of you guys can remember when, when the radio, when you would turn the knob and it would actually do something, right? And and, and it, you you would be you know you, you would find to, you'd have to yeah you know, you'd have to dial in the station because it, if it wasn't dialed, it and come back in and you'd find it there. Any t- any time it got off, you know, it would just it would you would begin and then it just turn the dial and bring it back in. And He said, "What you need to do is set your mind and keep it set." keep it set on 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 on, on a higher plane G- get up don't don't think earthly thoughts think godly thoughts and quit quit being quit being so flaky and 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 bouncing around and letting circumstances dictate your decisions i think the bible says cast not therefore away your confidence which has great recompense of reward for you have need of Patience. After you've done the will of God, you shall receive the promise. Patience is not the ability to wait a long time. Patience simply means to remain the same. See, we know the Bible. We. How many of you know that we know the Bible? You know, if you maybe you've been here for a couple of weeks, but I can I can guarantee you that most of you most of you guys uh, 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 a, a double minded man is unstable in. All his ways. Oh, so we know the Bible. Right? How many of you know? I mean, just think with me for a minute. That wasn't the first time you heard that. That's right. A double-minded man is unstable in all his way. Right. We know the Bible. How do you know the Bible's true? But then how come you act different depending on who you're with or where you're at? Hello? How how come you're different, depending on who you're with or where you are? Doesn't that make you double-minded? So if you're double-minded, then you're unstable in all your ways. So somebody else goes that way, somebody else goes this way, and you're you're trying to figure out, well, which way do I go? It depends on who I'm with. And then you think you're going to make a wisdom decision. How could you make a wisdom decision? You're unstable in all your ways. Say, I love Pastor Tom. I just need that from time to time. I just need to hear it. He said, set your mind and keep it set. Set your mind and keep it set. Wouldn't it be nice if you could just bring some stability up to your house? How am I going to do it? You're going to quit allowing the circumstances to move you all around. Set your mind on higher things. Come on. God's saying, come on. If you've been raised with Christ to a new life, how about we go out to that new life? That old life is constantly being moved and shaped by what's going on. But no, instead of being a thermometer, let's be a thermostat. And and let's 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 get in here and, and let's let's connect with God in such a way that we begin to change the environment instead of having the environment constantly changing us. You see, what a lot of us do in, in this lifestyle is we, we, we kind of live like out of Chester drawers. You know, we got that top drawer and 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 you know that's our that's our married life drawer, and then below that we got our work life drawer, and, and then below that we got our kid life. Life drawer and then the down here on the bottom, you know, we got we got our, uh, you know, our hobby life drawer and underneath where it ain't nobody can find it. We got a little thing that we slide. That's our private drawer. How we act at work is radically different from who and how we act at church. And who we are when we're down there in that bottom drawer all by ourselves is 100 percent different than who we are on the job. And what God's wanting to do, he's wanting to tell you that this new life is a whole life. You can actually be whole. And it won't make any difference where you are or who you're with. You'll just be the real you. Because that's where the anointing's at. Because he doesn't anoint your projected image or your perceived image. He anoints your true image. And ain't who you think everybody thinks you are. and ain't who you're trying to make everybody think you are. But it's who you really are that Jesus came to die for. And he was raised from the dead for that one. If you, if you have been raised with Christ, not your projected you, not your perceived you, but if the true you is ruling your life, come on, if the true you has been raised from the dead, then change your aim elevate elevate the target come on let's 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 be different let's be different let's be different and let's go after how how about how about we go after the heart of god Matthew 6:33 most of us can quote that one can't we uh, seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness everything else everything else will be taken care of the Amplified Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, his way of doing, his way of being, right? His how about you seek his way? Seek his way. Proverbs fourteen twelve says, there's a way that seems right to you, but the end sucks. That's my translation, but I mean, that's what it says. There's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end is death is separated from the end that God declared over you at the beginning So instead of trying to do this thing your way, how about we go after God's way? You know, going, going after God's way. Can can I tell you, we, we, we just gotta, we just gotta wrap our heart and our mind around a reality that, that, that God, God has a plan for our life. Right? I mean, we got it on the wall. You know, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. God's got a plan for your life. And, uh, you know, the Bible tells us that we are to be, uh, you know, walking, uh, the, living the good life, walking in paths that He made ready ahead of time. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man, the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. And so there's this target that God wants you to, to align yourself with Him so that we're aiming at the same target that, that He is for our life. And we got an enemy that's all he's trying to do is anything necessary to get you to miss the mark. Isn't that what sin is? That, I mean, really, that's all that the word sin means, right? Miss, to miss the mark. And, and so, so we, we got this enemy that's trying to get us off the mark. We got God who's trying to help us hit the mark. And if we're going to hit the mark, he said, if you've been raised with Christ, you just got to think different than you ever have before now. You got to use the material that'll get a different result. I put something in you. Don't don't be led by the what by, by by your sight, but 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 live a lot led by the spirit of God. We walk by faith. Faith is not simply believing regardless of the circumstances. It's obeying regardless of the consequence. How about you just start you just start obeying me now. And and go after this thing, and 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 so the enemy, he's trying to get us off track, and trying to trying to uh, to dissuade us, while God's trying to persuade us. He's he's we we got a cheering team saying, "Come on, you can make it," and we got these other voices saying, "You're gonna die if you try." Jesus is calling us. You know, uh, man, I, I wish we had more time this morning. We are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who have made it, who are going, come on, you can do this thing. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith. Who, who for the, who for the joy that was set before, you know, there's something in front of you that is worth any fight you gotta put in there. So let's go for this thing. Let's get after it. And we get so freaked out. Well, what if I mess up the will of God? You know, because, uh, you know, I'm supposed to be living this new life now, and I've got to think a new way, and I, I've got to go after this new thing, and, and so, you know, I have need of patience after I've done the will of God. i bet you I'm going to screw this up. And we buy into this thing that the choices that we make and the mistakes that we've made have, have, blown, up our, have blown up our life. And, you know, again, the Scripture that we hang on the wall, he said, I, I, have, I have plans for your future. But we, we seem paralyzed by our past. That's old life. Right? I mean, does that make sense? Past would be old life. Future would be new life. God has plans for your new life. You're manipulated and controlled by your old life. And Jesus is calling us by his spirit. And say, man, come on, you have need of patience. After you do the will of God, you're going to receive the promise. And so we get all messed up on what's the will of God. What's 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 the what's the will of God? You know, if, if I'm not careful, I'm going to mess up the will of God. I'm going to make a mistake. It's going to get, get me outside of the will of God. You know, I'll, I'll end up making the wrong choices. Anybody in here ever made a wrong choice? Huh? Sinners. Yeah. You Well, know, you know, if I'm not careful, I'll marry the wrong person. You know, and, and we 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 say stuff and just just hang with me for a minute. I think it's important who you marry, but I think probably more important than who you marry is who that person ends up married too? Now, just think about that for just a minute. You're all worried about yourself. Well, quit being so selfish. Why don't you take care of you so that whoever marries you gets a good person? Um, well, you know, yeah, but there's one out there with my name on it, one carved by God, one formed in the womb. Okay, okay, okay. what if you marry the wrong one? Well, if you're the wrong one and you marry the wrong one, well, then they married the wrong one. And so they're right one somewhere else, along with your right one, because you married the wrong one. Right? Come on, let us reason together. And now those two are out there, but, you know, they, like you, end up marrying somebody else, who would obviously be the wrong one if you're the right one. So now not only do you not have the right one, you have the wrong one, but now the right one has the wrong one too. And not only does your wrong one had the wrong one because you were the right one, but now the one that was right for the one that was wrong for you now has the wrong one because they are married to you, who is the wrong one. It's not going to take us very long until the romantic balance of the entire universe is totally out of control because of you. No wonder God's mad at you. Because he was carving all of those wombs and you screwed it up. I think sometimes we think a little bit more highly of ourselves than we ought to, maybe, huh? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, but we got to do the will of God to receive the promise. Okay, Colossians 3.17. Let's jump ahead. Colossians 3.17 says this. It says, here it comes. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, whether it's words or deeds, actions, or just talk, if you do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence upon his person, give praise to God the Father Through him. What if, just for a minute this morning, what if the will of God was whatever you do? No matter what it is. Well, what do you mean, whatever? You mean I I could do whatever? I think we're messed up because we think the will of God is a place or a position, when in reality, the, the will of God is a person. What's the will of God for mankind? Jesus. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, if you're doing it in Jesus, giving praise to God through him, I think you're going to be okay. I just, I, what, I, what I'm hoping this morning is that you're going to walk out of here really liberated. Really free, so so you can quit taking so long at Taco Bell. Because, you know, I don't want to order a taco if the will of God's a burrito. Uh-oh. I don't know if God wants me to have rice or not. Just whatever you do. <laughs> Hello? You know, real quick, real quick, will you help me with that? Uh, man, we, I have to hurry. I just want you to see this, because I'm going to take a bunch of uh, theological stuff, and just compress it down and make it super, super simple. Um, we could impress you with a lot of really big words. But I'd rather you leave with an understanding of how God works. And, you know, I, I just, like I said, I just want your life to be simple. I just want you to be blessed. I just want you to go out and, and you know, what do what they used to say in Star Trek? Live long and prosper. It sounds like God's plan. Right. Length of days and everything you need. Well, this box is way too small, but just wrap your mind around it for a minute and we're we're going to be done. But wrap your mind around this. This is this represents the works of God. Okay, the works of God. Like I said, there's I can give you a bunch of theological names and stuff to, to, uh, you know, the sovereign plan. Of the most holy one. It's just the works of God. Everything God does is in here. Okay, like I said, the box is too small, but you get what I'm saying. This is this is the works of God. How do you know that the works of God? When God sets out to do His work, you're not stopping it. It's the works of God. He shows up, you know, and there's total chaos covering the earth. He says, "Let there be." Light and poof, the lights are on. You you try to turn them out. You're you're not you're you're not gonna mess with the works of God. The works of God, just deal with it. He's gonna get them done. Romans eight twenty eight. All things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. All things working together, they're fitting into a plan for good. You know what? Everything going on in your world, God's just big enough to make it all work for good. You're not going to disrupt his plan. Here's here's the works of God, okay? And inside the works of God, inside the works of God, we have the, the ways of God. The ways of God. The ways of God always operate within the confines of the works of God. So how God does what he does is always inside of his ways, which is why the Bible says that we should say and pray, show us your ways. Teach us your ways. Teach us your ways. Again, Proverbs fourteen twelve. there's a way that seems right to you, but if it's outside the ways of God, guess what? It won't operate within the works of God. So you, in, in order to stay within the works of God, you've got to stay within the ways of God. And, and to, to stay inside the ways of God, you need to know the Word of God. Because the Word is going to tell you about His ways. Right? So all you got to do, all you really got to do, you, you know, is, is really we're thinking too low. Because what we're thinking, what we're always messing with, what we're always seeking, we're always after the will of God, like we're going to mess up the will of God. But, you know, and, and the will of God, how, how many of you know that the will of God for your life is important? But the will of God is probably going to fit inside the ways of God. So inside the ways of God is the will of God for your life. Some of you are sitting next to somebody right now who needs an altoid. You know that it's the will of God for them to have an altoid right now. Okay. The will of God, the will of God, God's will. I need to know His will. I need you to pray. You don't know how many people have come to us and seeking the will of God. I need to know the will of God for my life. You're you're thinking too low. You need to search the ways of God. Because if, if you get inside the ways of God, he will reveal his will. But you don't need to know his will if you're not going to walk in his ways. So in other words, yeah, it's important who you marry, but it's probably more important who that person ends up married to. Are you... Are you going to operate in the ways of God? Uh, for, you know, it's graduation time. Which college should I go to? How about this? How am I going to live when I get on campus? I think I think it might be more important to know His ways and let Him direct my steps so that I end up at the right place. I mean, there are there are times there are times that you know that the you know that the will of God is so specific. I mean, look at Jonah. Jonah, rise and go to Nineveh. And so he goes the other way. So so God gives him plan B. Guess where he went? Nineveh. But the ways of God... I mean, just think, just think about Jonah for just a second. The ways of God, the way God operates. Where, you know, he had the works of God, which nobody's going to change. And then there's the ways of God. And then there's the will of God. And for Jonah... He couldn't get away from the will of God because he was surrounded by the ways of God, which were going to fulfill the works of God. You're not going to mess up the plan of God. I said you're not going to mess up the plan of God, but what you have to do is do it. You You know how we end up missing the will? We do things outside of the ways of God. Well, the ways of God are so mysterious and hard to understand. The ways of God are mysterious. He wrote a book about who he is, said everything he's ever done, what he's doing right now, and everything he plans to do. And he put the book, it's the number one selling book on the planet. And you think he's mysterious? We think you're silly. (laughs) The ways of God are mysterious. Really, thou shalt not commit adultery. Pretty plain. Nothing hidden there. Just keep your pants on. That's the ways of God. Well, I think the will of God said I'll be happy. You don't get the will of God living outside the ways of God. Well, are you saying? Yes. What I'm saying is that if you can't find happiness, God's way then it must not be his will for you to be happy because his will will fit inside his ways I don't think what you do is nearly as important as how you do it well we really need to pray and find out where we're going okay you can do that But I, I, you know, I just want to simplify this stuff so that you can go out of here in victory. And I think sometimes that you, you, you're, you're thinking, you, you're thinking still is still old life. It's, that's the way we used to think. But God's trying to bring us up. So, so that you look at the ways of God, how you get to where you're going. That matters. How you treat people in your world. That matters. You know, how, 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 the ways of God, you know, you're going to launch out here. Let's, let's talk my word. You're going to launch out and start a ministry. How are you going to do that? How you do it? I don't care where you're doing it. Don't really care who you're doing it with, but how are you going to pull that off? How about we do it God's way? Because there's a way that seems right to man that ends up in death. Death isn't God's plan. So I need to know the ways of God. And if I will operate within the ways of God, He will reveal the will of God for my life. And the, you know what I love about this is that the ways of God are so clear. so clear this is how he does it and you got the book and you line it up with the book and the book tells you here's how here's how i operate don't operate in hurt don't operate in deception don't operate in unforgiveness i don't operate in manipulation i don't operate in it hello somebody Here's how we roll. And God just lays out there for us his ways. And all we got to do is do life his way. And then, all of a sudden, we begin to have a collision with his specific plan, his personal will for our life. You can't get away from it. So if you have been raised with Christ... If you have been invested, uh, uh, led into a new life, a new life, seek those things which are, which are above. Think, think, let, let your mind get set and keep it set on things that are above. And whatever you do, Whatever you do, if it's inside the ways of God, let me tell you something, the will of God's going to be easy. And if you live inside the ways of God, you'll live a life that, that is blessing the heart of your father. And something the devil don't want you to know is just how awesome your father thinks your life is when you're inside his ways. Let me tell you, the, the the ways of God are, are, are they're, they're not hidden. It's easy to understand. Let's live life His way, huh? I said, let's live life His way. His way. If you ever get outside of His way, and think about how easy that is, uh, and and I want to I want to I close, but I, I want you to I just want you to be thinking. Well, I, I just don't believe that God wants everybody to prosper, huh? So the plan of the Lord is to prosper you. The Bible says that uh, God takes pleasure in the prosperity of a servant. Well, I just don't think God wants everybody to prosper. See, what you did is you got you, the, you, you, you got confused about the works of God. And so now you're taking yourself out of the ways of God. Because you don't think it's God's way to prosper everybody. And now you're going to try to find the will of God for your life. And you're outside the ways of God. You ain't ever going to have a collision with the will of God outside the ways of God. You, you, you want to know how easy it is to get you to miss the will of God? Is to get you to make a decision that you're going to live a life outside the ways of God. You're going to do this thing your way instead of God's way. And you're going to try to take and manipulate and shift and squish and move stuff around so that you can get your way. And a lot of us, you know what we end up doing? We operate outside the ways of God, and then we tell everybody that we had a special word from the Lord that told us to do it. Which means you're a liar. And the Bible says that all liars shall have their part in the lake, and he ain't talking Tahoe. So you end up living outside, you end up moving and operating outside of the ways of God, trying to convince everybody that that's the will of God, and you're part of the confusion. And I would encourage you today, knock that off, pull yourself back inside the ways of God. It is not God's will for you to hate people. It is not God's will for you to hurt people. It's just not God's ways. We're never going to find God's will outside of his ways. It is not God's way. For you to gossip and talk about people behind the back and things and explode, you know, and expose the boss to people who have nothing to do anything about it. You know, gossip uh, is simply talking to people who don't have the authority to do anything about what you're talking about. And you you go to work and you talk to employees that are even below you that that don't have any authority to make any changes. That's not God's way. So you'll never have God's will there. Why? Because you got sucked outside of God's way. So you keep getting the results that you've always gotten. Why is that? Well, I th- I'm in Christ. No, you're outside of his ways. So you're using the old material. You're low. You don't get the result of a mento. Hello? Get back in his ways. Come back to his ways. Don't let circumstances press you out of the place that he's called you to be. Amen. Close your book, bow your head, let's pray.